This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. Hi, Jan. I heard Toyota-thon is on. It sure is. Perfect. I'm getting a head start on my list for Santa. Well, we've got great year-end deals on Camry, Highlander, RAV4, and more. But what kind of toys do you have? It's actually Toyota-thon, not Toyota-thon. We have great deals on vehicles, not toys. I'm sorry, sweetie. Okay. What can I get for five bucks? Current offers end November 30th. Toyota-thon ends January 4th. Participating dealers only. Toyota. Let's go places. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Accidents happen, and when they do, you'll want a lawyer who will stand up to the insurance company and fight for your rights. In case of emergency, have this name in your back pocket. Goldfinger. Brian Goldfinger. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm speaking to you after yet another Toronto Raptors victory. Seven in a row. Um, and this one was as easy as you'd like. T- Toronto Raptors storming United Center um, and completing the season series sweep over the Chicago Bulls with a 122-98 to victory. Um, I mean, first off, can we just acknowledge how nice it is to beat the Bulls? I mean, I know the Bulls are tanking this year, and they're pretty terrible, whatever, but just like with all the history with the Bulls and how many times the Raptors inexplicably lost to them and all these random players I want off. It's nice to just, like, you know, have a season where the Raptors are getting the results they should be getting, which is that they're way better than the Bulls. They play the Bulls four times, and they smacked them four times. Um, you know, two of them have been by double digits. One was by five. Um, and then this game, you know, beating them by 24 points casually. Uh, and also it was like, you know, like, these games before the All-Star break, they're strange, like, Obviously, teams have uh, vacation on the mind, and, you know, they're not necessarily going as hard as they normally would, and they're a little bit unfocused, and that's how the Raptors looked, at least defensively, early on. Um, but, like, at no point did I ever feel like this game was going to get away from the Raptors. At no point did I feel like, um, you know, the Raptors couldn't start winning this game and turn it on its head as soon as they wanted to, and that's pretty much how it went. Like, the Raptors... Um, Early in the game, the uh, the Bulls were pretty much all game long. The Bulls were really trapping uh, pick and rolls, so they were really going hard at the ball handler. And so, you know, Lowry and DeRozan weren't able to get to the rim, which is fine. Like, that's a fine defensive strategy. But the Raptors just saw that pretty easily by going to the big men. And, um, you know, this is the first time all season where, uh, you know, every one of their bigs, uh, in the rotation at least, um, finished in double digits. 
Uh, early on, it was Ibaka and, and Valanciunas who were lights out. Uh, Valanciunas getting, you know, working the pick and roll, finishing over Robin Lopez, who, you know, has traditionally been a tricky matchup for him, but J- JV easily won that matchup today. Um, yeah, I mean, JV going to the post, uh, hitting some mid-range jumpers, like, just good stuff from JV in general. And then Ibaka, I mean, he was very engaged tonight. Um, he saw Laurie Markinen. He saw the fact that uh, Markinen had kind of lit him up a couple times this season. So Baca went right at the rookie, kind of abused him, um, coming from the left block, going towards the middle and driving uh, against, you know, a player, which is something that Ibaka doesn't do often, but he has done more of it this year. And it was nice to see it. Like, he did it like four or five times on, on Markinen, which is, which is kind of crazy. And then otherwise, you know, Ibaka hitting jumpers, hitting two threes. So early on, it was Valanciunas and Ibaka who were doing the bulk of the scoring and everything. But um, the Bulls led after the first quarter because the Raptors couldn't be bothered to play any defense. The Bulls scored 33 points. However, as um, many times this season, um, the bench came in and completely picked up the energy. Pretty much my thing with the bench right now is, like, they're great. They really are. But, of course, like, Part of that is inflated by the fact that, um, you know, the opposing teams at this point of the year, they don't really want to play hard. They're not that deep. There's injuries, whatever. And, you know, the Raptors bench, when they go out there, they play at one pace. They play um, a structured game. They play together on offense and defense. And if you don't come prepared like the Miami Heat did, you're going to get crushed. And that's what happened in this game. The, the bench came in, raised energy level. Uh, Pascal Siakam was all over the floor in transition. His defense is always incredible on the perimeter, um, rotating on the inside. It's just I love the way Siakam plays, and he he raised energy for this team. Um, you know, it was he was great. Van Vliet was great in terms of getting to the rim. Now he didn't really finish; like he had a he had a bunch of contested layups that, you know. Uh, rimmed out, but Van Bleet just putting pressure on the defense, driving, dumping it off to guys like Siakam and Pirtle for finishes. Easy stuff as around the basket, and you know, DeLon Wright also chipping in here and there with some transition buckets, also with six assists, so the bench came in, did a good, had a nice stint, you know, um, everything was rolling, and then the starters came back in, they continued it. Um, Lowry hit some threes. I thought Lowry's energy in the second quarter is really good. Um, Third quarter, Raptors just continued the onslaught. I mean, the Bulls hit a couple of shots, but, I mean, it, it was pretty much the Raptors just got whatever they wanted to on offense. Like, uh, the Bulls are really, really trash. And at this point, the Raptors kind of really responded to traps and got better as the game went along. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we were just racking up assists like crazy. Uh, and at that point, it's like 20 points. I mean, the Raptors... Uh, just closing out the fourth quarter is pretty straightforward. The bench comes in. You get a couple minutes here for Alfonso McKinney, which is nice because that's his hometown. Uh, he hits a three in five minutes. Bebe comes in. He gets a bucket. Uh, Norman Powell, let's just not talk about him because he looked quite awkward today. But um, overall, like a easy win. And pretty much when the Raptors decided to start playing, they uh, they crushed the Bulls, which... I mean, I could get used to it, man. I really could. I could really get used to this type of performances from the Raptors where they're just kind of undeniable. Like, it's, like, inevitable that they're going to win these games. Um, they're completely taking care of business against these low-tier competition. And, you know, like, they obviously the Raptors still have their issues. They still have things to work out, most notably with uh, the crunch time stuff. And, you know, I talked about that at length in uh, – 
the Heat podcast, so I don't have to do it again here. But um, seriously, if the Raptors just keep up their intensity and their focus and they stay healthy, knock on wood. But like, you know, this is this this is what we can come to expect, and it's really really nice to see the Raptors are locked in, they're focused, um, and they're they're on pace for sixty wins. They're forty one and. 16 at the break, which is just incredible. They're two full games up over the Boston Celtics, who um, continuously lie to us. I mean, the best defense in the league just conceded 129 points to the Clippers uh, at home, and they lost on national television. And the the excuses right now is that Marcus Smart's not in the lineup. Really? Like, Marcus Smart's a nice defender, but really? You're talking about losing all these games in a row because Marcus Smart's not in the lineup. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, they were getting exposed by the likes of Danilo Gallinari and uh, Tobias Harris and Lou Williams. And DeAndre Jordan had a career-high 30 points. That's uh, that's um, Defensive Player of the Year candidate Al Horford, apparently, allowing DeAndre Jordan to have 30 points. Mmm. Mmm. Bunch of liars. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not really focused on that, to be honest. I'm, I'm just focused on the fact that the Raptors are, are doing well, and um, now that we're in first place, you know, it's going to be tough. A lot of teams are going to be coming after the Raptors. Um, it's one thing to be the hunter. It's one thing to be the hunted, and you got to have a different mindset and mentality. But honestly, as long as the Raptors, like, stay focused the way they are, um, they're in such a great rhythm. They're in such a great groove. Um, and, you know, as long as they come back from the break organized and uh, – you know, not sitting fat on their laurels. Because, like, look, I mean, they're only two games up. Like, it's it's pretty important that the Raptors win the first seed now, considering that Cleveland looks to be locked for the second seed or third seed. Um, like, it's pretty important that the Raptors fall onto that first seed. So, um, you know, they will have motivation. Teams will be coming after them, whatever. Teams are already coming after them. Like, the Raptors get other teams, the opposing team's best effort, like, on most nights. They, you know, like, look at the, how the Warriors treated them, like, they came in, had that incredible first half, and then they relaxed, whatever. But, you know, teams are going to come out to the Raptors, and, and they got to be sharp. So um, that's all going to be good. But, uh, yeah, for now, everyone gets to have a well-earned vacation. Um, Dwayne Casey gets to go to the All-Star game along with Lowry and DeRozan. Um, Dwayne Casey said he's going to be trumpeting up Toronto and talking it all up, which is cool and nice. But we literally just had All-Star, like, a, you know, two years ago, and uh, – yeah, I mean, we, I think we already showcased the talent we have in Toronto, um, you know, in terms of uh, everything that the city offers. And, of course, Toronto is a beautiful city and um, a very comfortable space. Um, I mean, I guess if you're a millionaire, you're probably comfortable everywhere, but a very comfortable space, uh, especially people of all identities. And, um, you know, I, I don't think you need Dwayne Casey coming to your ear and telling you about that because he's kind of like your dad. Like, I don't know how much you're listening to your dad, but probably not that much. But, um, yeah, I mean, Dwayne gets to go. And it, it's good recognition for him, too, because he's really kept his team focused and sharp. And, um, again, going through this grind, going through uh, – if you're going to win a lot of games, you need um, to have a certain mentality. You need to have a certain uh, depth to your and a certain quality to your team, of course. And – a lot of this is on Dwayne Casey. Like he, look how many, look how many games the Raptors come out now and they're sharp and they're focused. And how many situations where, um, 
you know, the Raptors had an issue early in the season, and they start fixing it. Like, when was the last time the Raptors got bullied on the glass? Like, remember that? That used to be an issue with the Raptors, like, defensive rebounding? Not an issue anymore. Remember, like, JV was an issue for the team early on the season? Now he's fully incorporated. Like, um, slow starts used to be a thing for the Raptors, and I guess it still kind of is, but, you know, they don't have a whole game where they go, you know, and, and have a lackadaisical effort. And they, they, they play hard every night. The rotation is managed well. Everyone's minutes are down. Like, nobody played 30 minutes tonight again. Starters didn't play in the fourth quarter again. And, um, yeah, I mean, kudos to Dwayne Casey, man. I mean, he's uh, – I'm, I'm happy he's going to go to – I'm happiest for him because Larry and DeRozan have already gone a couple times. It's not a big deal for them. But I guess I'm happy for DeMarcus. He gets to go home, which is a surreal moment for him. But um, most of all, I'm, I'm happy Dwayne Casey's getting the recognition. And he's starting to get Coach of the Year buzz, which is – well-deserved, and rightfully so. And people are still going to make the argument for guys like, uh, you know, Brad Stevens because he didn't have Gordon Hayward or whatever. Um, and, and that's fine. Like other te- other, It's not like Dwayne Casey is the only candidate. But I just would like for um, people who are voting on these things to just keep a consistency in terms of how the arguments are going to go. Because if the argument's going to be the, the the Celtics have all this talent because Danny Agee is so great, and the, and the Celtics players are so great because, you know, Al Horford's a defensive player of the year candidate and Kyrie Irving's an MVP candidate. But then when it comes to uh, Brad Stevens, it's like, oh, all these guys are scrubs and Brad Stevens is getting the most out of them. It's like, what? Like, just keep it consistent when you make these arguments because the case for the Raptors, I mean, it's also very impressive. Let's not forget the Raptors are first in the East right now. Um, Dwayne Casey has gotten his stars to fully buy in. Like, look at DeRozan today. More assistant points. Now, of course, that's obviously an exaggerated example, and it's based on how the defense played him, but DeRozan wasn't insistent on getting his points. He was able to parlay the attention on him, the excessive attention on him, into eight assists in 28 minutes. And Kyle Lowry, 20 and 10, um, with seven rebounds. Zero turnovers. Like, like Kyle Lowry's bought into a lesser role. Um you know, Dwayne has managed this rotation really beautifully. All the bench is all young players. He's starting with OG and Anobi all year. I mean, like, shit. The Raptors didn't even have a Gordon Hayward to get injured, man. We didn't have that in the first place. So, you know, go out there and uh, Raptors Twitter. Go out there and stand for Dwayne Casey a little bit um, because uh, he's really done a hell of a job this year. So, um, that's pretty much it for the game. I mean, I don't really know what else to say. Like, it's... Um, OG, the, well, the concern is like OG, like his shot looked really erratic and he's kind of spraying it everywhere. I think that's him like getting having tired legs because, um, yeah, I don't think his form is that different. It's just like, you know, if you don't have your legs, your shot's going to go all over the place. And he was 0 4 from deep tonight. Um, also, 0 5 from deep was Norman Powell. Norman Powell just looked unplayably bad. It didn't really matter, obviously, in this game, but. Uh, you know, it's kind of disappointing to see him still be up and down after a, cu- a couple of strong performances. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think Powell's going to stay in Toronto over the uh, over the, the All Star break, which is nice. Um, in terms of your three stars, first star I'm giving that to Kyle Lowry. twenty points, ten assists, seven rebounds, five attempts shooting, four threes, perfect six assists in the free throw line, one steal, no turnovers. Um, Masterful performance from Lowry. Really just outsmarted the Bulls, who are so comically bad on defense. Like guys like Chris Dunn and, um, you know, uh, Drew Holiday and Jerry and Grant. Like these guys don't play good defense. David Nawaba, still by Nawaba. Um, 
yeah, man, these guys don't play defense well. They're very jumpy, and Lowry was able to capitalize, lose some round screens and stuff. And just a very efficient outing. Like, zero turnovers and 20 points on 10 shots is crazy with 10 assists. Second star, I'm giving that to Serge Ibaka. 20 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 9 to 12 shooting from the field with 2 threes, 2 blocks, 2 assists. Um, just thoroughly dominated Laurie Markkinen, which is sort of how it's supposed to go. Um, and it's nice to see him be aggressive. Nice to see him celebrate the thumbs down celebration with the whole bench after uh, a very impressive block uh, to end the third quarter. Um, and good stuff. I mean, I don't know why Baca decided to pick this random game against the Bulls to show out, but well, it's nice to see him do that once in a while because sometimes he gets lost in the fray and he's not featured prominently. And then your third star, given that to Pascal Siakam, 17 points, six rebounds, two assists, a steal, seven of nine shooting from the field, hit two three pointers, plus 11 in 22 minutes. I love Siakam. I love Siakam. He changed the game, and, uh, you know, now he's going on vacation with Jakob Pertl. That's that's super adorable that they're going on vacation together. They're probably going to Niagara Falls or some shit. Um, and then in terms of your Jordan Henderson Award, give that to uh, Bobby Portis, who led the Bulls in scoring with 18 points off the bench, was still a minus 10, but shot 8 of 14 from the field. Didn't rebound much, didn't defend much either, but... Uh, was generally, you know, he has a scoring ability. He does. He's kind of erratic, but he has a scoring ability. And um, every time I see Bobby Portis, I always am reminded of the story of uh, that he shared as a rookie about his mentality going into the games. And I shit you not, you can look this up. Bobby Portis envisions um, every single night that the opponent had punched his mom. And so he's mad that the opponent punched his mom, so he plays angry. That's, I swear to God... That's an actual quote about his mindset going into games. So, uh, Bobby Portis, uh, I don't know what Jacoperto did to your mom, but uh, 18 points is one way to get revenge. So, uh, yeah. I'd still much rather have the line right than Bobby Portis. Uh, <laughs> I remember that used to be a thing. That used to be a thing. Everything's a thing with Raptors fans, man. Of course, we all we get dug in. We're very hardcore. We're very passionate. But I think everyone is very happy right now. Seven in a row. Uh, five of those wins with 15 or more points. Bench doesn't even have to. Uh, the bench is playing more minutes than the starters nowadays. It's it's wild. It's wild. Anyway, um, thanks everyone for listening. There will still be a Raptors uh, weekly podcast coming out this weekend. Um, probably we'll do it either come out on Sunday or later on Monday. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean. It's going to be a bit of a break for everybody, so that's that's nice. But, um, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, go Raptors. There's no place like home for the holidays or homedepot.com for holiday decor with great low prices on decorations inside and out, like artificial Christmas trees to light up the living room, outside lights and playful inflatables that bring joy to the neighborhood. Order online, and you'll even get free delivery. Holiday decorating improved. With a wide assortment of holiday decor from HomeDepot.com. How doers get more done. Free standard shipping on most online orders over $45. Some exclusions apply while supplies last. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. 
the 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.